Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, on this episode of the GH Report, you asked for it. Lucretia's going to actually glue me to the seat because for some reason you folks want me to rant. We're going to do all that and more next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey everybody, look at that. It is Sunday it is the GH Report. It is happening right here in After Buzz TV. Hey, everybody. We're back. Well, most of us are back. Yeah. I'm back. Yeah, look at me. I'm back. I made it back, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Brown. We're going to talk about everything in GH. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. Now, there's not just one, but two people crucial to the GH Report that are gone today. Mm-hmm. But they happen to be gone for the very same reason. Of course, Papa Bear, James Lott Jr., is always, you know, in, in the captain's seat. I'm going to, you know, barely be able to hold a candle to what he can do in the seat. But we also have Alexis Torres, our usual engineer. They're both gone because Alexis Torres is getting married today. Aww. Yes, look at that. Yeah. To Mr. Neil Plumley. So for those of you that listen to other after shows here, Neil also engineers, is the engineer here at After Buzz. Look at that. Yeah, he even sat in for the show last week. That's true. Yeah, yeah, oh, my yeah. gosh. So look at this. How beautiful. They're it's getting married. A family. Yeah. And James Light Jr., is he doing anything special for the uh, reception or, or the ceremony? Is he just watching? I think he's just watching, you know, but it's it's very un-James Lott Jr., so we'll have to hear about what he put up his sleeve. I'm, I'm hoping he does one of those, I object. Just, yes. Just why not? Let's do it. Come on. It's a good soap opera twist. I know. You have to do that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, though, regardless, uh, even though our hearts are with them and we wish them all the best, especially Alexis and Neil, uh, we will be breaking down the GH report the only way we know how, which is about ranting of a lot of things that drove us crazy for this uh, for this past week on GH. Uh, and as always, folks, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know, why not give us a thumbs up while you're there? I mean, you know, if you're going to go that far, might as well just throw a thumbs up on it. Mm-hmm. And we are so close, so, so close to those 2,000 likes. Yeah. the Facebook page. We're uh, crawling up there, Frank. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I think we're... Have we even hit 1,600 yet? I think we've hit 1,600. Let me um, do some sleuthing here right. and find our numbers. We're going to find an accurate update there from uh, LaCrish Line. And while she does that, I will just take a little tangent because I was not here last week. I did tweet out uh, some of my feelings about <laughs> last week. Uh, the... Uh, <laughs> The, my, one of my personal lows, if anybody tells me, like, what is a moment that in, in GH history that just makes you sad? I will, I will go to that sequence there in the, the floating rib when Maxie and Nathan are talking and Mac and Felicia walk up to them and interrupt their conversation. And Felicia's line, as I tweeted it out there, was like, how was the flight? Was it a good one? That right there, a personal low point for, for General Hospital. For me, at least. Yeah, um, I actually mentioned you last week when Matt got drug into the Manlander oh. slot. I was like, Frank is going to hate this because oh. you love Mac and you yes. hate this storyline. It, it, it that it was just bonkers. I oh. all right. So what was that? Was our it act? is sixteen ten. So oh. so yes, just over sixteen hundred. All right. Oh, yeah. I have to eat a little bit of crow. I didn't even think we'd get that far. All right. So <laughs> just a mere three hundred and ninety away from. 
the super ultra cool grand deluxe prize package that James Lott Jr. is putting together. It's, I know, Oof. it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to blow your socks off. I think our next goal should be very much more modest after that. Let's just go uh, 2010. That would be, be like the next the next modest goal. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I hate to, to backtrack for it because I know there's so much going on, but that, that, I know. that scene, I just could not believe so it. It was so horrible. I... That people actually wrote that in a script, yeah. and they said, "You know what? This would be great for Felicia to say right now. How was the flight? Was it a good one? Oh, come on! That's it. That was, <laughs> that was like, that's it. Oh, we got it, guys. We can go yeah. home now. Everybody, let's say, let's give ourselves a high five, pat ourselves on the back, and go enjoy a drink after work. Yeah, that. Uh, and I'm sure you guys talked about this last week too. But for all the talk about, hey, when's Maxie coming yeah. back? When Kirsten? When's Kirsten Storm coming back? I assume there's more in the future than just that one little appearance. Yeah, there there have been pictures from Bradford Anderson showing him with her, and they're filming, but apparently that was, like, one to kind of hold off because, you know, everybody's been asking. And it's like, really, why couldn't we have just waited a little bit more and had her really in the storyline? Yes, because this... Is terrible. Yeah. that uh, the, the sense of cluelessness that went in there for... For as much as you're going to get on it, just like chop Mac off at the knees and make him be involved in this dumb man Landers <laughs> thing, to have him also as like you know I'm really trying to keep the relationship alive, then then to be so completely oblivious to the fact that hey maybe uh, Nathan and Maxie would like a little yeah. time together, that, that I was like why is this happening? I, I don't understand this. You cannot be as parents as just human beings uh, observing the fact that like, hey people that haven't seen each other in a long time maybe they'd want to spend just a little bit of time together by themselves a little bit. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, guys. That was that was my personal low moment for, for General <laughs> Hospital. Oh, oh boy. Uh, but we've got many other great things, uh, especially speaking of low moments. The whole uh, Sam uh, and her, whatever the name of that disease was, the thromb, whatever. It's, yeah, toxoplasmosis. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Which man. you get mostly from cat litter, just so people know. Is <laughs> it? And that's why I'm like, the thing you get from cat litter? Like, yeah, apparently they just... Opened up WebMD and threw in some symptoms and came up with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe there's a lot of like somebody dumped their litter yeah. box right there off the bridge. Yeah, like, I can't go. I, you know, I'm not going to you know, throw this <clears> over <throat> the garbage. I'm just going to put it in my car and dump this litter box off a bridge. Yeah, they thought they were recycling. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so we get the revelation, revelation, uh, revelation that she's got toxic plasmosis. This is a terrible. This is a terrible yeah. storyline. Well, because I don't really understand what it's driving, and I think that's the thing. Is with a lot of the other things, like for example, the Ava and Valentine sort of thing. The way that that storyline is coming together is great, and you're like, I see where this is going. I like where it's going. I want to see more with this Sam thing. Since day one, we're like, this is stupid. This yes. is stupid. It's only getting more stupid. Why? Like, what is the purpose of this? I, I don't understand because all right, so she she gets shot and I guess it's coming to a point where either, well, even even if Sunny said, hey, you know what, Sam actually shot me, we've already had her been diagnosed with toxic plasmosis that she's been having, uh, you know, hallucinations and stuff like that. She's clearly not in her right mind when this happened. Yeah, and absolutely no one except maybe Carly, but even then, I don't think so would care. It's yeah. Sunny's fine, she's fine, you know. So what was the point? 
Yeah, and that's what I say. Is what is this driving? Why did it need to happen? Yes, I don't see anything coming out of this other than okay, Garvey's dead or whatever. Who, but who cared? I know. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, well, you know, I would have the, the other part of the scene, and it happened last week, so I apologize. But the uh, where she finally confronts uh, Sonny right there on the pier after he's having the altercation with Garvey. And no more talking. And then they spend the majority of the rest of the episode, she ends up just talking at Sonny. I'm like, for somebody that just wanted to come in and just shoot him, you did a terrible job of that, Sam. <laughs> you just spent a lot of time just, I would have been, I would have respected it more if she just would have walked in and just capped him and said that was it. But the fact that she had to keep kind of explaining why she was doing this to him, like, oh, please, Sam, please. Yeah, it was just like, again, really bad story because none of us get what the point was because normally you're like oh okay that really drove this like we say yeah. the Ava Byrne putting her with Valentine with this Nicholas case it's like okay there there are layers and this is great but with this what are we gaining other than I like to see uh, Finn and Dr. Hot Priest work together that's that's the you know silver lining yeah <laughs> so I don't know it's either Sonny says yeah, yep Sam shot me or he covers and puts it all in Garvey since he's dead and he can't deny the story anyway and Sam gets off scot-free, but either way, hey, what, what's the whole point? She would never be convicted uh, in, in either yeah. scenario. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, and that's the thing is, so what's the point? He's fine. She's fine. Nobody cares. Um, yeah, and Taylor Jones brings up the storyline is just plain awful, but they did a really great hallucination storyline with Nicholas and Emily years ago where he had the brain tumor, and it's like, why couldn't they have done that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to have Sam again fall out, fall down the stairs, to have her, you know, enough with Sam in hospitals for a while, please. After this, just let's make it a while before we ever see Sam in a hospital bed again. Yeah, because that was the thing. It's like she'd just been through this bad pregnancy and things like that. Why did we need another Sam's in Crisis storyline? Just because Kelly Monaco's good at it doesn't mean you have to keep doing it. Oh, it, this was this was this has been a chore to get through, and the resolution, like you're saying, just has zero like impact. So I'm like, mm. all right, well, mm. this is great. So what's on? What's the next adventure? Like, remember when there used to be uh, Curtis and Jason, and yeah. even Sam occasionally wanted to talk about doing like a private detective agency. You know, yeah. yeah. How about ever going back to that? That would be really interesting. Yeah, yeah but God forbid. Oh, oh man. So uh, we get the whole thing with Sun- Sunny, and I thought of you many times as Sunny's trapped in that hole. And uh, <laughs> he would either ask himself or some, or like the, the, the ghost of Stone would come and ask him, do you want to give up? And uh, I, was, I was imagining like Crucio was always at home watching going, yes. yes. He wants to give up. He wants to give up. That's it. <laughs> Goodbye, Sonny. I was imagining you rooting for Sonny. He said, yep, I'm gone. Let's, let's just go off to heaven. Well, just so everyone knows, Sam did shoot him in the femoral artery. So he would have bled out. Like, I'm sorry. It's not believable. At one bit, she could have shot him in the chest and it would have been believable. Well, like, more so than that. And it's like, oh. And the thing is, is, and again, I'll compare. We have Ava, who is mangled or whatever, and, like, taking responsibility for her actions. Like, you know, we'll talk about her scene Valley. All this stuff. She's like, I'm bad. I'm evil. I want to just stay away. I want to do all this. Sonny, on, even on his deathbed, is like, oh such a good father oh my kids <laughs> not hey i'm shot because my friend's wife has gone insane but all these things she was saying were kind of true like none of that like and i'm here because of a mob thing he kidnapped my nephew because yeah. of a mob thing no responsibility whatsoever and this is supposed to be our hero and that's why i'm like yeah god and to say that like dante and michael are at all like him is like 
please, no. Uh, well, I guess the big thing about this is that we have Stone yeah. coming to pay him a visit. Did you like the Stone appearance? That was interesting. I mean, it's always great to see him, and that's such an iconic character, and one of the few times where Sonny was actually likable, one of the great relationships, much like his with Spencer. Yeah. It you know again one of those where I thought it was cool and yet I felt like there's a lot of stuff left unsaid or let you know that, there's a lot of stuff you could have really tapped into to that relationship where it did just if they get a chance to actually bring Stone back for an episode let's actually hear them talk about a lot more stuff than just you know the the general like oh Sonny you're gonna die or whatever or do you want to die do you want to you know get <laughs> out of here you put your hands out put your hands out do you, do you feel like you're caged in. So I don't know. I was I was excited to have him back, but also felt like there's a lot of something, a lot of left on the table. Yeah, and that was the thing is again, what was the purpose of it? It didn't seem to drive anything. It was just like, hey, this will be, you know, buzzworthy. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that was the thing is like again, this whole storyline, I don't understand the purpose of it. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you're gonna bring Stone back, I would. I wanted to. I wanted this to have more impact than it did. Yeah, and that's the thing is this whole thing doesn't seem to have any impact. Yeah. I feel like that's the same thing with, you know, bringing Maxie back in last week. Mm. It's just like you're bringing in these characters, these really important characters and iconic characters on the canvas, and then what they do is of so little important. You're like, yeah, all right, well, thanks for that. I mean, I guess as, a, as an actor, I'm sure you're happy to have the day of work, but I also feel like you would also want to have some material you could really sink your teeth into. Yeah, and too, and again... The beauty of soaps is most things happen for a reason and drive all these different things, as we're seeing with some of the other storylines going on. But with this, it's like it almost seems like separate outside of everything else that was going on, and there doesn't seem to be any purpose, anything touching to, to start something new. I would be curious if Sonny even mentions this to anybody. Like, oh, hey, you know what? I, I saw Stone. He came yeah. and talked to me for a little bit. Or I, I, I imagine that it's not until the next time that Robin comes back on campus. Yeah, and that's the thing is with without Steve Burton there as Jason, I don't feel like we're going to get it with a Jason scene just because it would kind of seem odd. And then, you know, without Robin on canvas all the time, too, we're not going to hear about that. I don't think that's something he'd tell Carly. Yeah. Yeah. No, so he's just going to like, okay, well, you had this moment. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if Sonny comes out of this like a changed man at all. It doesn't seem like it's going to be. Yeah, Sonny being a changed man, I would eat some crow live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because he's already been making you know declarations that he's going to be leaving the mob. He's you know setting up this waterfront building side with uh, with Michael trying to go legit. But you know, I don't know. It's like he's so he's already on that path. So to have this happen, I don't feel like it's going to change any of his mindset. Either he's going to continue doing what he's doing. I don't seem not. I don't think he's going to go like, oh, you know what? I'm going to stick in the mob now. That's yeah. a good idea. So, uh, yeah, uh, great stuff. But I also like the uh, the uh, the countdown sequence because <laughs> what I like the most about that is that so Carly goes over to uh, to uh, Nell's place, finds Michael. They have this whole conversation. They kind of put two and two, two, two and two together when they see Jocelyn's necklace. Which, oh, now I'll get to that in a second. My thoughts on that. Yeah, that was like, what the hell? Oh, but then, so Carly takes off. Says, hey, you know, why don't you call uh, you know, call Dante? Let him know what's going on, where I'm heading to. In a matter of, you know, soap opera moments, she's already there at the crash site. And for something that they really did a great job of securing, and they're supposed to, like, blocking up, like, we're not detonating <sighs> till the, everybody's clear. Yeah. She's easily able to get into this location and, and go right where, to, where, where Sunny is. I like you know, wow guys great job of no. securing this uh, this area that you're going to be detonating this very dangerous area <laughs> yeah. because apparently it's super dangerous she should have never been over there and I'm like 
I used to play on construction sites when I was younger than Jocelyn. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's I, I did like the one. I will say that I liked the, at least the way they kind of executed it was the, for the first explosion or detonation where they kind of got down to one and they cut away and come back and then it's you know already the rubble. I was like, all right, that's a nice little way to get around seeing you know since you're really on a TV budget, especially a soap opera one, mm-hmm. can't really show that big detonation. Uh, and so I was fine with that, but that was only like a 10-second countdown. The other one, when they started counting down from like, you know, like 30, I'm like, oh, man, all right. That's enough of the counting, guys. Please. <laughs> and to Dante, then just yeah. to kind of, whoa, hold on a second. Wait, no, just, oh, that whole detonation thing was just so crazy. Well, into it's just like, okay, they've blown up one thing, and it barely did anything. And then it's like, oh, no, there's another one. And it's like, really? I mean, We've already had one close call. Like, we all know what's going to happen. It was just kind of lame. It's like no one feels like these characters are at all in danger because the entire show is, like, centered around them. So that's sometimes why it's like we don't even feel for that anymore. Yeah, because I'm also thinking, too, like, when you're doing those kind of detonations there, it's supposed to be situated in such a way that the impact, uh, it kind of just falls within itself. It doesn't kind of go out. It kind of goes in. It kind of does more of an implosion. If you set it up right, because the idea is you don't want to be sending debris flying all over the place. So for this, that like when they cut back and they're just showered in debris, I'm like, this was lousy demolition work oh, by yeah. whoever set this up. Because <laughs> that that's the because they were no, they were they were nowhere near a building when yeah. that thing blew up. So I'm like, all right, that's that's terrible work, guys. I'd fire them, Michael. Some of those mm. guys away. To, to, to why they needed a cop to go and stop the detonation, to, as where Michael knows this detonation's going on, can't just call the foreman and directly and say, hey, put a guy, hold on this. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the boss of this whole operation, so just stop. Yeah, that would have been the logical thing of, hey, can we stop this because we need to check this. Nope. We have to. <laughs> and that was the thing is, like, they were just creating these dramatic situations that were just unbelievable. Yeah, and, um, like, Dion's Corner brings up something's fishy about Nell's vast knowledge of bullets, though, LOL. I mean, yeah, that was a random thing. It's like, okay, I guess they had to give her a line. Like, oh, that's a. Bullet casing, and yeah, I mean, why would why would that be like the break in the case? It was just so dumb, the uh, whole thing. I can only guess they plant that seed there because they're going to go back to the the Bobby, Carly, and Felicia kind of investigating Nell's background, and I guess gunplay or something will come into it. I'm guessing, so that way hmm. you can kind of set that line up. But all right. Tell me, because I would think, like, all right, Jocelyn is what, 13? Yeah, 13, 14, yeah. Uh, You know, I still think, no matter what, you would know what a gun shell casing looks like. You've seen TV shows, you've seen. Yeah, where they come off. I mean, and that's the thing, is I thought that was odd that they didn't know that's what that was. Like, ugh. Yeah, so when, when, (laughs) when. Uh, what's his name? Kind of picks it up, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna make something out of this." And then to have Jocelyn take it around, and people say, hey, "This is a gun shell casing." What? Huh? Uh, I love what Mick Reese says because it's so true. Because my <laughs> one of my good friends is Australian. It's like so. Joss, who spends time in the outback with her father and grandmother, has no idea what a bullet casing looks like. Everything in Australia is trying to kill you. They'd have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bizarre that she had no idea what this was. It was. And that Michael gets sidetracked so much about, like, her going into, like, a dangerous area than about anything else. Like, oh, this is, what about all the signs? This is an incredibly dangerous area. Like, relax, Michael. It's all right. No. (laughs) I know. As I say, this whole thing is just, like, did y'all have something else in place that didn't work out? That y'all just threw this together? Because it's, like, eh, what what was this whole storyline? It was just all dumb. But it was... What's interesting is that it involved so many people. 
because they had a they had like those like two days where we've got Jocelyn and uh, what's his name, uh, Oscar. Oscar, that's yeah. it. Uh, they go to that crash site, and I guess the, uh, the idea is that they at least get the, the gun shell casing so they can kind of play yeah. it later. But I, before that, I was just like, all right, so they go to this thing and they just leave, and they never have any interaction with Sonny. Sonny? Yeah. I, I thought, like, maybe it was going to be Jocelyn that was going to find, find him. him. And then, like... Which would have been interesting, yeah. yeah. No, no, nope. that didn't happen at all. <laughs> yeah, they just had to drag it out more. It was amazing how long that drug out, and with so many people involved in it, and for yeah. this. I'm like, oh, boy, okay. What a, you know, I, I guess I can only say this week there's no man landers, which is, you know, I'll take yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we also have uh, Dante. Dante, as much as I enjoy him, yeah. but he also gets on Carly. Say, you know what? You've been searching. You need to go home. You got to, you know, take care of yourself and your family. To then uh, <laughs> when he gets told to, uh, to go home, um, nope, I'm staying on the case. This is my father. I got to go. Like, <laughs> Uh, all right, Dante. Sure. Uh, okay, it's your boss. It's one thing to just have, you know, like just a kind of sort of a family relation tell you something, but it's your boss saying, go home. Well, in, in the Dante's home is Lulu, and she's a bit annoying, <laughs> so maybe he didn't want to go uh, home. Oh, poor uh, Lulu. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I, so we've got those. Well, we got that storyline. Uh, we'll see what happens with it next week. What did you think of Garvey as a uh, as a bad guy? I feel like he kept popping up. Yeah. And for what? It's to, to go out like this. I'm like, that's it. I was like, oh, man, way to kill him off. And to show you, like, he gets shot. I guess he got shot twice by Sonny. Yeah. So I guess that made the difference because Sonny had the bulletproof vest on, so he only really got one shot in the leg, but. Sonny gets off with, like, there was just absolutely no tension at all about that. The doctor comes out, oh, yeah, we got the bullet. He's coming out of anesthesia. Everything's fine. To, to Garvey, you know, he, you know, he's bleeding internally again. They've got to go fix him, and then he still dies. Okay. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was it, guys. That was and it. And I just love, this is, these are the moments, though, that I actually like Carly when she's admittingly a horrible person. Like, oh, well, no loss there. When, when it's like, oh, I was just about to tell you Garvey died. Like, I think Gar's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, screw that guy. Like, it's like, I at least like you in your hood and all. Like, you know, I don't care. That's yeah. cool. Speaking yeah. of hood, though, I like the way, because Garvey gets a hold of yeah. Liz and wants him, wants her yeah, to go Yeah, that in. was one of my favorite things. To Carly go yeah. and say, I'll go get it for you, and then do the runaround around that pillar and just knock him down. I'm like, all right, Carly. Just, I think she, well, she had like her knee right there on the wound. Yep. I was like, all right, that's a good move, Carly. Way to go. Yeah, I was very impressed with Carly, but I knew Liz was like, she's going to be the death of me. <laughs> yeah, and it had just uh, enough scenes for people coming into uh, to Garvey's hospital room wanting to intimidate him, whether it be Carly, whether it be Jason. Everybody was just kept coming, easily going into to Garvey's room. And we just always get the, the, the shot of just like, Opening up from the uh, from their perspective, the door opening and them walking up to Garvey. I'm like, okay, we got this, great. Mm. So, uh, speaking of other storylines that I guess might be kind of frustrating me, and I don't know how you feel about it, we've got the whole Hayden and Finn story. Yeah, this sucks because it's actually it was such a good story, and the thing is, the way that they're ending them, and I don't, I think we saw in the previews for this next week. I think she goes to talk to Raymond Berlin. <laughs> in prison about what to do. And that's kind of interesting that we'll sort of see this character, but it's just, they were such a good couple and in such a good place. Why does Rebecca Bunning have to leave? And why do we have to bring it into the storyline that she apparently paralyzed some girl drinking and driving? Like, yeah, it's, ugh, uh, that is just dark. 
it kind of feels, uh, as I was thinking about it today, it feels sort of like that uh, um, Olivia Stephen Lars story where yeah. all of a sudden it came out that, like, oh, wait, I had... Uh, Killed a patient. Yes. Yeah. And then it just, like, kind of pops up, up in nowhere just when they're about to get married, and then he just gets arrested and has to leave. Yeah, and that's sort of the thing. And it's the, you know... It was a great story with two characters you really liked that were kind of like side characters, and they were very connected. Like with Stephen Lars and with um, Hayden, you know, she found out Elizabeth's her sister. I mean, the, Franco was in the mix at the time of when Stephen Lars was around, I think. Mm-hmm. This was uh, just before we figured out all that. It's like there was so much potential. Why? And especially if they have to leave abruptly, whether they wanted to or whatever. Why always screw this character over? Yeah, it's uh, it just feels terrible because I think there's a lot of storyline potential, and I guess she's leaving due to story mm. reasons. But that doesn't seem right to me because I think there's a lot of story potential left in Hayden. So yeah, and I, and that's the thing is I don't get we were going in a really great direction, especially with her and Liz's relationship. Yeah, yeah. To now have this sort of truncated, and I, I mean I don't know. It's like Finn is certainly no angel. He's done a lot of you no, know, questionable things in his past. He wouldn't judge her. I, mean, I don't think so. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that's sort of the thing is. I don't even get why this would be the reason for them to break up or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. For All she is, needs to do is just come clean with him. He's, I think he's, he would uh, forgive her for anything like that and be there with her to help her out through this. But I guess she's not going to, and so we're going to find out what she does wrong to, to set Finn off. I, but I can't imagine, even right now with her kind of like still going along with the marriage proposal and not really saying anything, I still feel like even if Finn found out right now, he still wouldn't say, like, you know, you didn't tell me right away. Uh, I'm done with you. I still feel like he no, wouldn't do he that No, he wouldn't either. do that either. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what is going to end up that she does. I, I, I have a feeling it's not going to be what she does, but what somebody does to her, where they basically just get her to confess or something, and she ends up having to do time, maybe? Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Is she, They're going to have her go to jail for this? To be honest, it's I don't even know if they can. I mean, knowing what I know about DUI statutes, because the girl didn't die, I don't think she can be charged at this point. Yeah. And that's sort of the thing is, I mean, I I don't know because it that is a state-by-state basis, and I, I only really know more Texas, California law, uh, and a little bit of New Mexico, thanks to Better Call Salt. But <laughs> um, it's, it's just frustrating because it's like I don't see how any of this is even going to make her exit. Other than she feels shame, so leaves her willingly. But she's happy. Why would she do that? Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see here. And I, I'll be curious to see what happens with Ulbricht after that as well, too. Yeah, because that's sort of the thing is Ulbricht had really made strides. And doing this, at least, you know, this is something that any soap character would do. They always try to screw each other over. And this is not, like, a crime. So it's not that... She's going to go to jail for this, but it's just even Nathan isn't going to be okay with her going after Hayden like that. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It feels so weird to have her be so dead set against Finn, and as they've brought it many times on the show for even during when she was incarcerated and Finn was talking to her outside her cell, it's like you're mad at me for doing what you were going to do to me. Yeah, and it's still I, this intense hatred that that she has for Finn just seems crazy to me at this point yeah that was the thing is a lot of us were like it was unreasonable in the beginning so it was like oh is he maybe nathan's dad like all this and then it's like nope nothing came out about that 
Yeah. And there, it didn't make any sense, so they just kept with her intense hatred against him for no reason. Yeah, well, but the plus, plus sides of the storyline, we get a little, uh, you know, just one-sided phone call with Tracy Quartermain. Always nice to get her name checked at least. Yes, I did like that, that he called Tracy and that they're still utilizing her in their relationship since she was their friend. Yes. Yeah. So I like that. And like you are saying, I do like that relationship that's kind of developing between Griffin and Finn. I like it. Yeah, I like their friendship. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice to have that because for, for so long, Finn seemed to be butting heads with everybody at that hospital except for Monica and Tracy. Yeah. But like for other other hospital personnel, it was always coming into conflict. So uh, and you know where's Brad? Because <laughs> for him being like such a hot button issue, like yeah. I've seen hide nor hair of Brad. No, and it's like it really shouldn't Brad be like, yeah, you know, you were wrong about me. I told you I didn't do it. Like we should at yeah. least have that sort of scene, yeah. and then Brad join it, and they could be a trio of bros, you know, hanging out. Didn't do anything like that. It's, no, but he's, he's still worrying about that condo. Or yeah. You know, whatever, yeah, let's get that big townhouse or whatever he's trying to get. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how much longer she's going to be on, on the show for. Yeah, that's the thing is we don't have a last air date or anything like that. And, too, it, most people are saying, like, you know, what was the deal? Because as the writer said, storyline reasons, why? Yeah. Like, because, honestly, we had a good direction going with this character and, and connecting to other stuff. And I thought the only reason maybe was to kind of get Ulbricht to exit the show, which we don't want either, even though she is coming back to Arrow, Kathleen Gaddy. So, yeah. yeah. So to take one little tangent off of this. So, uh, of course, speaking of people coming back to the show, Steve Burton coming back. Who knows? I think everybody assumes it's going to be Jason Quartermain if it, or Jason Morgan. If not, I think a lot of people are going to go crazy about that. Yeah, there would be no way. But can you see anything right now that you've been watching that is even starting to plant any seeds to see how he could come in? No, and that's the thing. is That's why everyone keeps asking and is wondering what's really going on with that because currently on Canvas, they don't seem to be planting anything to say that this is not the real Jason or that there's another person out there with his face and things like that. You know. Yeah. Because... Uh, I, I don't want Billy Morgan to be the real Jason Morgan. I, I just feel like, you know, as much as, you know, he's kind of had the character for the past couple of years, if you're going to bring back Steve Burton to the show, it's got to be him. It's got to be him as Jason Morgan. Yeah, because no one would accept it any other way. And two, Billy Miller just signed a new contract, so he's going to be sticking around. So I don't really see them, though, planting the seeds. That's what all of us assumed with this Sam storyline was going to eventually open up. Yeah. But... It just seems to be over with now. I mean, I guess the only reason, like, you're kind of delaying that right now is to really play up the fact of whoever, say, you know, Billy Morgan, uh, Billy Miller doesn't turn out to be Jason Quartermain or Jason Morgan. Turns out to be somebody else that's had his eye, his memories kind of, you know, are wiped by Helena to make her think that he was Jason Quartermain or damn it, Jason yeah. Morgan the whole time. Uh, I feel like now you really, like, especially with this storyline, you really kind of set in the foundation to why Sam would want to stay with this guy even if Steve Burton comes back to the show. I would think. Where it's like, you know, like, oh, yeah, you're back too, but I, re- I, could, I guess you could really understand the connection between these two. Yeah, because, you know, Scout is his. It's not, you know. That's true. Yeah, the Steve Burton, Jason. Yeah. Well, and that was sort of the thing with um, Todd and Taya and Blair and all of that on – one life to live as well as like you know this other Todd had kids with uh, <laughs> and then or he had a special relationship with Taya's kid and then he had another kid over here that that 
So it was two different guys. And then you come to find out when they were twins. So I'm guessing that, you know, that'll be a good conflict. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I, because then I guess as people are saying, if that's the case, then you could actually open up the way to so many people saying, oh, we can finally get uh, you know, Liz and Jason back together. And, and for real, because like yeah. Sam gets her guy, and now Liz can get, it's like you almost like both of them get their own version of Jason, so to speak. Yes, and I'm pretty sure that fans have fantasized about this for years. <laughs> but at the same time, well, where does that leave characters like Franco? I mean, and you yeah. know, because I really like their relationship and his relationship with Jake. I know I'm, I'm. It's a pretty split fan base, but you know what happens to that? I, I guess he must be on some really long vacation. Cause yeah, he apparently was filming some other stuff, but it, I think he should be back because I said he was back taping and he was at fan club weekend. I, I'm hoping because I know that she's kind of mentioned that uh, Franco is up, up in in New York trying to get his uh, all the legal issues surrounding his artwork and stuff cleared up. I would hope that when he comes back that he actually can we can explore more of Franco the artist again to have him yeah. have access to all his his, his body of work. To be able to sell it, not have. I don't want to see any more scenes of him trying to get his credit line increased from his credit card company. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, and two, that would be a good reason to kind of bring Franco into like if if we are going to literally give people liaison and J Sam at the same time, and that's what everybody's wanted for years. Okay, then Franco fits with Ava. You know, whether they're just, like, good friends, like her and Scotty or whatever, but, you know, the art, her gallery, because I know Valentine's trying to help her out there, and, you yeah. the The, uh, speaking of uh, the Jeromes for a moment, uh, segueing to that storyline. So we've got Sam, of course, in Crisis Medically. Uh, Alexis, as always, as much as she says, you know, I'm done with you, Julian, <laughs> still reaches out. I mean, I, I guess understandably yeah. so, but it is your daughter. But it also feels like, you know, I still want to maintain some kind of connection with you, too, to let you know about this. And comes here, and Julian, not well-received when he gets over to, to General Hospital. <laughs> that, yeah, as we talked about, uh, we loved whenever Christine, because even me, I'm like, because Christina has every right to hate Julian. When she just started in on him, I was laughing. I mean, <laughs> like, I like Julian, but one of the reasons I like him is because people get to hate him. True. As they should. And Jason's like, nah, she pretty well said it. You know, get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. But I also felt like for as, as, as Christina was yelling at uh, Julian saying, hey, when, uh, when Sam finds out about this, because Sam wouldn't want you here, and she finds out that you're you know, basically the reason that this is happening to her, she's going to hate you even more. And But they had a scene where they talk, and that really doesn't get brought up. And so I'm like, well, all right. Yeah, and that was the thing, is I did like how this week kind of, you know, Everybody who hates Julian still hates Julian, but Sam kind of softened towards him because I feel like Julian was trying to protect Sam because he knew she wasn't in her right mind and um, like and kind of worried that she did something to Sonny is why he didn't tell her the truth. And, yeah. And, and that was the thing is I like, you know, and when he was asked to leave by Alexis, he left. And that's why Julian's a little bit more palatable is he's not really forcing it. Alexis is inviting him, but with you know, a little bit of standoffishness. And, you know, it was good that he was at least there and caring. And Yeah, I, I again, that seems like a character that I'm really, we've talked many a time about, like, storyline potential for Julian. And I still feel like they really, the writers haven't quite grabbed on a direction to take him now after all this has happened. Because I don't, I, I, I get the feeling that the, I don't know, it seems weird, like the, and I guess you're playing it as real. Somebody, yeah. if you feel a strong connection, and then they also try to kill you, it's not so easy to kind of break Get yourself apart away. Yeah. So I can understand that, but I also feel like is that just all it's going to be now? Is just Julian 
and Alexis and trying to take however long it takes to kind of build some way for them back together. I hope there's more for Julian other than just that. Yeah, because we'll get a scene here or there, like especially his scenes with Ava. Those are great. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is what shows that there is this good side of Julian because he has been there for Ava. And, you know, he's giving her space when she needs it, taking care of her, you know, trying to help her get out of the house and things like that. And, And I like seeing stuff like that. And then you have him with Nina, like, working together and all of the stuff with Crimson. It's like, but let's see more of that. Because Julian does have a job. Yes. Like, and that's really interesting. And he has great chemistry with Nina. It'd be, and, I'd and, love to see more of that. Yeah. Oh, that would be, that, that'd be such a nice change of pace. Especially when you, when you kind of tease the possibility that him and uh, Valentine can kind of go be butting heads. That would be that'd be cool to see him more of the. Uh, let's see them. If you're not going to get Ned back on a regular basis, and you're not going to have Jax back, then at least the only one that can kind of have any kind of business holdings would be Valentine. So let's have the two of them kind of butting heads. Yeah, because that's just a way more interesting way to go. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I would rather have that. So. Uh, yeah, because we get it. Alexis's family hates Julian, as they should. Yes. But that's becoming a little bit stale. Yeah, I. You know, so everybody comes and dumps on Julian, and then he just goes away. No. Uh, so, uh, speaking of, of the Jerome family, though, we've got Ava's side, where certainly you get to really kind of see how, how much more of that scarring is. Uh, they've done a better job with the makeup there. Cause at, right after she got out, it just seemed like she had, like, a bad sunburn. Yeah, it really wasn't, like, that bad. And yeah. I'm like, Ew. So now you kind of really see, you know, that, that, but I did like the, the scene where she th- takes off the mask and she pulls back the mirror after her conversation with Valentine. And for, I don't know if she's, like, noticing... Like, she seemed like she just noticed how terrible that the damage on the side of the face was. Because she's like, oh, oh, my. Oh, oh, my. I'm like, mm-hmm. you've, you've already been looking at this for a while, Ava, haven't you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but as you were mentioning, we get the, the conversation with Valentine. Yeah, that was actually probably one of my favorite scenes this yes. week. Because, again, it made complete sense and is driving a current story and brought two characters that hadn't really shared scenes, but they're such great actors you really wanted them to. And I like that Valentine is not threatening or anything. He's just like, hey, you know what? I used to have a messed up face, too, you know? <laughs> yeah. What I love about that is that, and that's where the, the, one of the things I really appreciate about soap opera, story, soap opera storytelling when it's done right, is when you can take two characters and find that kind of common threaded connection that can change a storyline. We're like, oh, gosh, I never really thought about that for a second, that Valentine had this history, and that's a way that he could be able to get something out of Ava in return for her, you know, changing her story or dro- at least dropping her story. Yeah, because I like that he had that thought because much like you, I didn't think about that until yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, well, now he has something that he wants her not to say that, and so he's going to use it. I, I yeah. thought it was really cool. So that's when that's when the show's, like, firing, and I'm like, all right, thanks. That's, yes, that's a good storyline. Yes. <laughs> so that was cool. And their whole conversation, I really, I really like that. And just Ava's, like you were saying, just – her just really dialing into just like I got to hold on to at least one shred of decency, and you know no matter what I just got to do this. And the, for her, I feel like that's like in, that's something that like Ava that first came on and killed Connie. Yeah, I don't think you would get her to say the kind of things that she was saying about like holding on to telling the truth and wanting to do the right thing. Yeah, and that was the thing is this is the Ava that we saw with Silas because I always hated that they really didn't ever go full force with that because they had such great chemistry and they were really good characters together and he saw the good in her. Just like, you know, uh, there were times with her with Morgan. And that was one of my favorite lines of the whole scene. There were two men I could have loved, and I killed one of them and you killed the other. And that was just like, 
I really like that her relationship with Nicholas is still important because she was with him at the end of his life and they were fun. It's just, it sucks that we're never going to get some of that back unless they rehire Nick's to Bill. I, I wish yeah. they would. I, I, w- I feel like it is crying out to have yeah. Nicholas in some form. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, we've got to get some sort of Nicholas back because the thing is, the Valentine we see now is really more like Nicholas or Stefan. He he is that sort of Cassadine where he's done some bad things and he's always got this evil air about him, but he's actually not a crappy guy because you see how good of a dad he is. And then this sort of offer to Ava, while it's kind of, you know, not all that evil, it's not like he he could be threatening her, he could be doing this. And he's like, no, I know what you really want to fix your face. And the fact that she was owning all of her crap in this scene and not and didn't take it is great for her character. I, I loved it. Yeah, and the way that, that he described himself, and I could yeah, now seeing it, especially with as you're mentioning with all this stuff about with uh, Charlotte and everything else, uh, and with Nina, that he's when he says uh, he's neither saint nor sinner, he's somewhere in between. I'm like that is a really good description of that character. And I, I, I am uh, I, I do. It's interesting because in a sense, almost feeling like Ava too, where. No matter, there are those times at Ava where you would accuse her of something that you know she did, and she yeah. will never give it up. And I feel like Valentine is the same way when, especially if anybody could accuse, you know, say like, oh, you killed Nicholas. She's the one that was literally in the room and watched this yeah. happen, and still Valentine will not give I'll it up. It. Yeah. It's like, no, I watched you. I saw exactly what happened. You, I know what you did. And he still won't, he, he won't cop to it. So like that's two. De- that's definitely another connection between those two characters. Yeah, and that's sort of the thing is I would like to see more with them. Even though I like Valentine with Nina, it's like I, you know if we want to mix things up, the two of them do have chemistry. Yeah, I mean I'm liking yeah. just you know if you're gonna have Valentine on there, I like yeah. the idea of like getting him more involved in Ava's orbit, getting him more involved with uh, even with um, uh, Alexis's, you know, just getting more involved in something like that. I mean, it's a shame right now it's more of an antagonistic side because she's representing Spencer in the civil lawsuit, but. You know, I'd rather see more scenes between the two of them that, you know, just be more of a, a, a just the Cassadine family side. Yeah, that's the thing is I really hope that they sort of become a little bit more in <laughs> the understanding there with uh, Alexis and Valentine because they have great sibling chemistry and they're both the black sheep, the bastards that Helena tortured, you know, yeah. in a sense. So they should bond over that, right? They should, yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of the Cassadines, we do have one other Cassadine that is now leaving the canvas again. We got our boy Spencer. Oh. Uh, who, you know, I, I feel like I, I'm of two minds about it. Because one, like, his character can get from, like, cool to annoying so quickly within a scene to me. But I feel like when they do something like this where he, where he, he gets to show, like, he's just his hurt that he still feels about, like, his father being dead and being the idea of being shipped away back to boarding school in France and being all alone again and seeing just how much that would hurt him. Those are moments where I'm like, yes, all right, that, that is a moment about the character. I, I like those parts of it. Yeah, that scene when Laura tells him she has to take him back to boarding school with him and her and Kevin, like, I got a little teary-eyed. I mean, he is so good in those scenes. Yeah. With the, you know, Jeannie Francis is, of course, a powerhouse and John Lindstrom, and, like, just how he holds his own and really brings it, that's just great. And, two, you could really see the hurt on Laura's face, feeling like she has to do that. But how great was it when Kevin's like, you know what, I'm coming, too. He's that. like, I'll miss you. Like, and it's like, oh, Spencer, that's so <laughs> I'm glad they did that, though. I'm yeah. glad they had him decide to go yeah. with them. I was like, all right, man, this is, 
I'm really, I, I cannot say enough how much I enjoy those two of them together. Yeah, and who knew that putting yes. Kevin Collins and Laura would have been so great, but they're actually one of my favorite couples. It's like Ned and Olivia and them, and then Hayden and Finn were one of them too, where yeah. you're, you're happy to see these couples on screen. And you're like, these are such great, because they all started out as friends, and, you know, it was something that kind of grew. And I would say even Liz and Franco, I know that not everyone's in agreement with that one, but it's like, these are actually good relationships that we like to see. Yeah. And much better than say Sonny and Carly and even Jason and Sam I mean they, Jason and Sam have had some good moments I will say Billy Miller in the hospital scenes was just killing it but it's just you know there's so much drama and I'd rather see these couples like them than aren't always yeah, yeah. Well, and I felt like the, the one thing I liked about the, the Laura Kevin comparing is that it's taking Laura who's been you know at least since she's come back and kind of been now on canvas kind of a more of a front burner character of sorts but Kevin was somebody that had kind of been just kind of lost to obscurity in GH for the longest time. To be able to go back and pull out a character like that and say, yes, we can actually do something with that. It's like, I wish they would do that more with some of the other older characters or characters that haven't been on the show in a while. Yeah, like, you know, Mac and Felicia, as we always yes. say. And Lucy and Scotty have at least been getting some stuff lately. And and that's the thing, is I kind of hope we have some more Scotty Ava scenes coming up because their friendship is really fun to watch, you know. Uh, him, whether it's talking to Ava or even his scenes this week with, with Julian. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> just Just great. And, you know, and it's, I, I, at least I like it that somebody acknowledges Scotty's legal expertise. Which I felt like Julian was like, oh, yeah, okay, you really do know your stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> yes. all right. He is nice. a good lawyer. Yes, for sure. But, again, the other thing that kind of bumps me out, though, about the, the Scotty and uh, is, is that Serena came back, you know, for like, a couple weeks ago for that episode and talking about uh, Lee's death. I was like, I wish we could have used that to actually, there's more storyline you could do with the, the three of them. Well, yeah, and it's really frustrating because a lot of people have said, you know, Nell should, or Chloe Lanier should have been Serena, or if we, could, if we couldn't get Carly Schroeder back full time, and that, you know, with Michael, that would have been really interesting. Scotty's kid with uh, Sonny's yes. kid, yeah, there would be a lot of history. But it's just like whenever they had Logan come on for Lulu, and then they, you know, quickly dash that, and it's like, that would have been such a good story. Yes. It's just, uh, that's so I would... Again, I feel like certainly the, the moment was important. You're kind of honoring that, you know, the the passing of that actor within the the universe of the story. So it's great. But I also feel like if you're going to bring that character back, which I think fans have wanted for the longest time, and gets name checked a lot between Lucy and, and Scotty, to like if you're going to bring her back, let's have her do more than just that. Let's have her do something else too. Yeah, and too, and as I say, if we couldn't keep the original actress Carly Schroeder, who's great. We could have Chloe Lanier Nell would have been just fine as Serena, I think. Yeah. And I don't understand why that wasn't even thought of. Why have this character sort of connected to this when you could have easily had her hate Carly for Scotty? Like, I mean, yeah. that you couldn't could have done it better. Gosh, Ugh. that would have been interesting yeah. to see how they would have tied it in with Scotty and how Scotty would have felt the fact that. His daughter had lost a kidney. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but the, and we couldn't have even ha- we could have even gone without the stupid kidney part. I yeah. mean, it's just like hindsight. Oh. We're like, oh man, this would have been way better and probably less convoluted. Yeah, uh, but to go back to Spencer, I mean, I could see where it's like from you know as you know that ten year old kid or whatever he keeps pushing, pushing and pushing, trying to get vengeance or you know for his father. Uh, just seeing how finally he just goes a step too far. Because certainly the way he just keep running off was always annoying to me. Where it's like, oh, he's at camp. Oh, no, he's not really at camp. He's over at Windermere or he's off doing something else. <laughs> that that stuff got annoying with me. But at least I like that it, it was 
annoying for a reason because it, ba- it basically just made Laura say, I can't keep you here because it's just, yeah. you, you're going to keep pushing too far and you're actually going to get yourself hurt. Yeah, and that's what I really liked about those scenes is that we at least understood why because, you know, he's like, I'll never give up on going after Valentine. It's like, yeah, that's why we have to take you out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, part of me was actually like, I wish you'd keep him on canvas because it would just be interesting to see a 10-year-old kid, like, constantly butting heads with Valentine. Just like, yeah, it that's, was his, funny. Ulti- that's yeah. his ultimate nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the thing, is James Patrick Stewart was so funny in those scenes, too, because he just gets so frustrated with little Spencer. Yes. And because he's not, like, a terrible guy, he just calls him a little jerk or something. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Spencer's a little jerk. Like, oh. like it's like, that's cute. Yeah, I really would have liked to like see them just you know, a, a, a duel of wits between the two of them to see who could one up each other constantly. Mm. But I also feel like the way that at least it'd be curious to see what this civil lawsuit does. I feel like it's if it goes and and nothing comes of it, then I'll feel like well then why did we spend so much time on the storyline? Yeah. But then I guess what comes of it is that it, I guess they get Windermere or I don't know. It's a, it's a definitely a lose lose on either way. Yeah, and too, I like that, you know, they keep tying it to, like, OJ and things, especially because <laughs> little Nicholas was, he played yeah, little Rob Kardashian. Right. <laughs> so that, it's cute, but it's like, I guess with him leaving, we've dropped it. Um, I mean, or I guess they'll kind of keep it around because of Ava. I mean, if they're going to fix her face, we kind of need to keep it around. Yeah. Because maybe Alexis will stick with it. True, cause I, no. because then I'd also want to see a scene where that if Ava decides to recant her testimony and go with Julian or go with uh, Valentine to get this her face fixed then I want to see a scene between her and Spencer about and Spencer yeah. just laying into her about like why did you do this you said you were going to stick up for my dad and why didn't you I'd be curious to see what that scene is and I hope they'd they bring Spencer back at least for that scene I, I hope so too because Ava's scenes with Spencer are just great yes know? it's oh man it just it does make me wish that uh, yeah that uh, Tyler Christopher was not heading to days and that he was heading back here. I know. That's so frustrating because General Hospital is a way better show. Yeah. I've, I I don't even know what character. Is he playing a, a new I have, character? I have no idea. I don't watch that. Don't pretend. <laughs> I know you're dialed in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's Tony and everybody yeah. from the edition days to be able mm-hmm. to fill us in on that? But, yeah, so then I feel like you got to recast. I feel like that, out of any character right now, I feel like that's the character that's crying out to be back on the canvas. Yeah, that's the thing, is there are certain characters, like Lucky, there are plenty of times where you're like, yeah, this really should be Lucky. Lucky should be here. But more so right now, we need Nicholas. If we can if we can only have one of Laura's sons, let's make it be Nicholas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I guess because he, he certainly has a lot of stuff to do whenever you come back on canvas. You left a lot of stuff up in the air, but then ultimately, then I guess you start thinking about once that initial storyline's done, what else is there left for Nicholas? Because I don't want to see him go down like another relationship that's just going to be a bust. Well, that's why I'm like, if he were on canvas, it'd be with Ava, and that would be interesting because yes. it'd kind of be interesting to see Ava in like the, you know, because Ava's not going to be kind of a princess like, say, Hayden or Britt or whatever. You know, a lot of Nicholas's women have been. Ava can hold her own. Like, Very true. Yeah. Oh, that thing. man! I yeah. I'd be excited about that possibility. Oh, we probably won't get it. What a shame. Uh, gosh, the other storylines for this week. Oh well, we've got of course uh, Curtis and Stella. I like the scene between uh, uh, Curtis and Finn over there, at the floating rib, where Finn was like, "Hey, you know, some people just you know they they kind of milk this these symptoms, mm. uh, even if they're not conscious of it." Yeah. And so I liked at least that acknowledgement of it. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm curious to see how long they're going to drag this out between before they reunite them between Curtis and uh, oh, why am I blanking on her name? Jordan. Jordan. That's mm-hmm. it. One of those J names. Yes, good old Jordan. How long they're going to milk this one out? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to be back together by the end of the month because uh, you could tell that Curtis was like, oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's. Uh, <laughs> I do like the the scene there where she's uh, looking at the footage and he comes up in, in the hospital just like Jordan Jordan like mm-hmm. she's a police officer you you know she's you know not too not too surprising to see her here at a hospital it's not usually life and death but the way he was treating it it was just like Jordan is everything all right mm-hmm. uh, oh. yeah I, but I, and I did like the, the scene between Carly and Jordan about that like why are you making are, are you even really trying to find Sonny and so at least I like that it was yeah. nice not to history about everything that Sonny had done for TJ. Yeah, and I like that Jordan kind of put Carly in her place. She's like, yeah, I have everyone on it. Like, you know, Sonny was important to TJ, so I do want him to be found, even though all this. And I like how Carly's like, oh, oh sorry. That was the big thing. He's like, oh, all right. Oh, okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> foot in mouth there. Um, yeah. uh, is there any other storylines that are really crying out this week? I think that was it. Yeah, you know we uh, we have some time left, yeah. uh, or actually not too much time, but we could oh. probably maybe take like one call or two. Yeah, we could take. Why some don't phone we do calls. that? Because yeah. you know what? I mean, I haven't been here in weeks. You know, and, and they want they want to talk to you, Frank. They no, want they don't want to talk to me. Yeah. They don't talk to Lucretia, <laughs> but I would like to just be the conduit to get you to Lucretia. Mm. So yeah, feel free. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll do. Uh, you know, we'll do. Like, take a call, maybe two. We'll, we'll, we'll cap it at two calls because, mm. you know, you know, we've got uh, you know the restless wrap up coming up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and the Sunday soap block. Well, is is going crazy. But folks, if you want to call in and get a chance to talk, not to me because who cares about talking to me, but you get a chance <laughs> to talk to the one, the only, the Christian Lion. The way you do that is you call us directly, and that's four two four two five three zero seven four nine. It's your direct line to a good time. <laughs> That's right. Yep. <laughs> you know, Frank's other job is for doing a phone sex hotline. That's right. Operating. Yep. Nope, there you nope. go. <laughs> yep. <That's a laughs> you name it, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. Uh, so uh, we're waiting for the phone lines to blow up. Oh, which we've got a call. Look at this oh, already. Yeah. Somebody wants to talk to Lucretia Lyon. Mm. All right. Ladies and, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the GH Report. What's your name and where are you from? Hey, it's Mike Riley from New York. How are you? Mike, Mike. how are you, sir? I am very well, thank you. How are you doing? Uh, doing Long well. Long time no speak. Oh, well, I, I've missed you terribly, Mike. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so uh, how's uh, this week uh, this week, uh, General Hospital treated you? Treated you? Um, I mean, I'm liking it. I, 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 I mentioned in the past that I'm, I'm not really into the, the Sam storyline with the visions and the illness and... I, I don't care. I mean, how many deathbed confessions are we going to have from Sonny? He's always, like, injured and, you know, talking to God about how he's not such a good person. But, you know, and I, I think he's beyond not such a good person at, at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm a little over all of that. Thank but you, other than too. that, I like mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so which, which storyline did you like less? Manlanders, which we didn't see this week, or this Sam Illness storyline? Well, I have mixed feelings about the Manlanders. I don't like the storyline, but I don't know the actress's name. I do like the fact that they're giving Nurse Amy sort of a, a, a front-burner storyline because I actually think she's really likable and she's really good. So I like seeing her on the canvas. I just don't like the Manlanders storyline. So if they could give her a different vehicle and put her uh, up front more often, I, I would appreciate that. 
I can understand that because I would. I, I don't know how you feel, Lucretia. Like her when she first popped up, and she was just kind of that little gossipy person that really annoyed me. But seeing her kind of fleshed out more during this course of the storyline at least made me a little bit more sympathetic towards her. Yeah, and that's the thing is the storyline with her brother did make you understand her character more and made her more likable. And it was good to give her some backstory and maybe sort of explain why she does. You know, was a little gossipy and stuff. I still yeah. don't need to yeah, see. Her. And, yeah, I like the actress. She's yeah. bright. She's bubbly. You know, she's fun. And also the uh, a new uh, a new nurse that's I don't know the name of this actress either. She's only like popped up every now and then. I find her very believable too. She's African American. I don't oh, yes. know the nurse's name, but I, I but I think she's great too. Like yeah, let's she's have, just like cute. Elizabeth be the head nurse and and have more because for a while there you you know we kind of saw Sabrina and Felix and Elizabeth uh, as this kind of trifecta of nurses, but now they seem a little bit like spread out and more sporadic. I'd like to see like a good group of of nurses that are friends. Yeah, because we have Epiphany, but we never get to see her. And Sonia Eddy's so no. great, and she's the head oh, nurse. Maybe. But it, if we have, like, Epiphany with Liz and with Amy and with this other new nurse and Felix, you know, I like that we've had more hospital scenes lately because we have now mm-hmm. Griffin and Finn hanging out, and the show is called General Hospital. Let's maybe have some mm-hmm. hospital storylines. Yeah. Sure thing. And the, the last thing that I'll comment on is, if you remember, I called in months and months and months ago, and I also posted it on your uh, Facebook page that Heather was the, you know, the teller of half truths, and it's, you know, maybe she knew that that there were twins, and she just tried to present Franco as Jason's twin, but maybe uh, she knew all along that the, that they really were set of twins. She she just kind of manipulated people into thinking Franco was Jason's twin, but it's actually the Billy uh, the Billy Miller character. Because I would ah. love Steve Burton. Yeah, that would be logical. Jason. Yeah, 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 for sure. But to have Steve Burton get back with, um, with his Jason, get back with Sam, get Franco out of the out of Elizabeth's orbit because I hate that pairing. And have, <laughs> I know, I'm the only have one that Billy likes Miller's it. Jason and Jake and get them two back together. Because I liked it when he was Jake and when he was Elizabeth. They were like a very believable couple. But to pit, like I said it uh, a week or two ago, the, the the actor who's most known for being rapist Franco and rapist Todd Manning with Elizabeth Weber, whose biggest storyline was being raped as a teenager, that is not a good pairing for me. It is it is just so unbelievable to me because I'll always see uh, uh, Franco as, as Todd Manning, the rapist, and I'll always see Elizabeth as the girl that was raped in the park, and I don't want to see those two together. I get it. Like, yeah. and that is most people's reservations about them. Yeah. Guys, it was a brain tumor. Yeah. It was a brain tumor, guys. And, uh, Diane had it in a jar and everything. Yes. And, and I'm like, and Franco actually didn't rape anyone, but um, still. but Todd I know, but, is. Like, yeah, you know, he still I, got that uh, persona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He still looks rapey. Right. <laughs> like, he looks rapey. Yeah. And like, and 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 Becky Herbst is like forever youthful. So yeah, it's just she like, hasn't aged in the 20 gross. years she's been on the show. I swear. She's Snow White. She's gorgeous. But that's all I have to say. Well, uh, Mike, pleasure for you calling in. (laughs) I'm sure that she, uh, uh, Becky Herbst has got like a a portrait in her attic somewhere that is aging rapidly while she stays eternally young. I think that's Doriana Gray. That's right. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) All right, Mike, thanks for calling in. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, oh, hey, we got got another another phone call. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the GH Report. What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, Mike from L.A. Oh, Mike from L.A. Look at it. it is the day of Mike's here for yeah. us. How are you, sir? Pretty good. All right, so what are your feelings on General Hospital this week? 
two words, Colton Scott to come back as Nicholas. Yeah, I, I think I'd rather have Nick Stabil, but if we could have Nicholas and Colton Scott's the only one available, I, I would be okay with that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, looked, I looked at his IMD page. He ain't working on, on that list. I know, so free. <laughs> yeah, so. free. All right. Yeah, let's, let's just get him. Because uh, what is Nicholas to build him? Is he doing anything either? Mm, I don't know. I'll look up on yeah. IMDb. But uh, yeah, see. no. I feel like uh, much like yeah. you, Mike, I, that's a character that is, he is so talked about. It's like I feel like he, it's just crying out, especially for I think not even necessarily for Spencer's character, but for Ava's character. Nicholas would be such yeah. a, a good a good injection into that. Also, I think Steve Burton will probably play the doctor or owner of the body shop because Dan Arkin is going to take Ava too. To get her face oh, that would kill me if that yeah. was the case. Oh, that would be so funny. Oh, no. But yeah. I, you know, oh, yeah, that would be awful. If that's, that's his character. I'm the doctor. They're like, yep, we're going to do that. Oh, yes. But you do bring up a good point there, too, that we're taken to this kind of off the books place where they can do like these medical miracles. Could explain how Billy Miller could have been made to look like Steve Burton. Yes, and then been exactly. injured. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I, I, that could tie into that, which would be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be interesting. And that would be a good umbrella storyline since we will be having this on there. And then, you know, maybe that is where they find Steve Burton. Oh, know? yeah. Still yeah. much like Duke Lavery, still yeah. in a coma. They can get, they can get um, Jason with this Jason. Oh. Uh, and Sam and Curtis to investigate and finally open up that damn security room that I've been wanting them to. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, to, to open. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Just, just do it already. That would be so much more interesting than watching Sam go bonkers with, uh, the, uh, yeah. with, with the cat litter disease. <laughs> That's, yeah. what <laughs> That's what I'm calling it from now, yeah. just cat litter disease. It's funnier. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, that's what okay. you get from cat litter. That's <laughs> right. Uh, Mike, man, thanks so much for calling in. We will uh, we'll talk yeah. to you soon. All right, thank you. All right, take care, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and next to Bill, the last thing he did was GH. So, yeah. That was it, really? Like, what? Oh, all right. Oh. oh, hi, Steve. Mm-hmm. Hi. Don't worry. Yeah. Caller inbound. Oh, let's, well. let's take it. Fire in the hole. Caller in the hole. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the GH Report. What's your name and where are you from? Well, it's about time somebody uh, super glued your butt to the chair. All right. Wow. Hey, Kelly. Kelly, I have to admit, I'm a little disappointed. It's your caller three. What happened to the Kelly that I know and love that could be number one in the block? I kept getting a recording saying uh, I couldn't get through. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, you do not put a recording on Kelly. Top priority here. How are you, Kelly? What did you think of this week at General Hospital? I only saw bits and pieces because I worked during, the, during GH time. I, I PVR it. Oh, uh, yes. But the only, the only storyline I really like this week is uh, Ava and Valentine. Yeah, that was definitely the best scene this week. And then Nicholas, uh, I mean, not Nicholas, little Nicholas, uh, Spencer's. Yeah, oh, yeah his was me. great, yeah. No, that... Those two scenes, uh, those two pairs of characters, I love. The rest of that was crap. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, and I hate to say it because I love everybody on the age, but, yeah, the rest of the storylines are crap. Uh, you know, it's, I felt like that that whole Sam and Sonny story just like took so many characters along with it that it was like, boy, that's a lot of characters being used in a not good story. Yeah, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, they've been going on for months. Wrap it up, people. Uh, Wrap yeah. it up, uh, Kelly. Are you a big uh, J Sam fan? No. <laughs> okay. 
nada, no, no, never. <laughs> so if this day, if it turns oh. out that this uh, this Jason is really the fake Jason, and Steve Burton comes back as the one true Jason, would you be more excited about seeing Steve Burton and Kelly Monaco, or would you rather see Steve Burton off? With I, I, I am not a Jason fan. Period. Oh, okay. Was it the summer of Celine? I mean, I love, <laughs> I love Kelly Monaco. She's a great actress, but no. <laughs> No. But I also don't want to see her in a hospital for like, at least the next year. No more. You can maybe visit her hospital, but don't be a patient. Yeah, and if you're Jason's wife, you're going to be in the hospital. So that's part of the problem. Yeah. Oh, mm. man. She needs to buy a hospital room. She's been there enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. She, she have her own, like, memorial uh, hospital room right there. You're, yeah. You're in there. Yeah, have, have her own hospital room with her, with her name on, on the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's, 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 that's a... That's what that girl needs is a hospital room with her name on the door. That way can, they can just take her from ER straight to that room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly, I, I know I asked Lucretia this, so I'll ask you as well, too, is that we're kind of speculating where you th- how you think Steve Burton would come back onto the show. Do you think he'll be Jason Quarterman, and how do you think he'd come back on? Uh, well, he'll have the old Jason face. That's for darn sure. Um, I think he's going to be a... like. Maybe another twin. Mm, okay. Mm. And Franco is not. Or him and Franco were twins, and Dilly Miller's character is like uh, a soldier to Helena. Ah, huh. all right. Nice. So uh, I'm hoping by I, 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 I got to mention by November, November sweeps. We're gonna we're gonna see him. Well, I, I, I hope sooner, but like yeah, definitely by then. Oh man! Give me give me a birthday present. Have it wrapped up by November sixth. Oh, right. that'd be fantastic! All right, uh, from your lips to the general uh, hospital writer's ears. Fingers and, crossed. And Steve, and Steve Burton back on the tree. I want to see that hot butt on that TV. <laughs> I, but I'd also be curious to see, like, because Billy Morgan gets a lot of screen time on that show. Yeah. You put Steve Burton on uh, there as well too. Like, how that's going to balance yeah. out? Yeah, I know it's going to be going to go. Male cat place with those two. Well, if it could push some of Sunny's screen time off, I'm all for it. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Oh man! But uh, so, but as as excited as I am to have him on there, that feels like that's also going to be less time, screen time for Dante. It's going to be less screen time for Nathan, yeah. Scotty. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I hope that if I we have Scotty. all these people, they balance oh, yes. more because yeah, Dante, Nathan, Scotty, these are all great characters too. No, I'm, I'm with you. Although Scotty, Scotty's a little shady though. But I like his shade. He's like Saul Goodman. That's true, yeah. That's true. It is funny. Every time he's on, he's eating something. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. great. Always eating. He's always eating, which is fantastic. But I feel like the... Always the, eating. The one thing I'm missing, though, is that he, he seemed to be really feeling the heat about everything that happened with Ava and the revelations about uh, with Morgan. But now it seems like... They uh, like, under the rug or something? Yeah. I, mean, he's, I thought he was heading for the PCB lockup. Yeah, and, and now it just seems like, oh, no, I'm just helping out Julian with this case, and everything's going to be fine. Like, yeah. I, I kind of miss okay. seeing Scotty sweating. Hello. Hello. Yeah. And did you like I seeing mean, Serena uh, in there? Alexis le- uh, lost her law license for a whole lot less than that. Yeah. Uh, don't let, but I feel like if you make Scotty lose his, uh, his law license, then we're never going to see him on the show. Yeah. Because I would never bring him. That's true. That is true. Oh, don't that do that. But <laughs> sometimes, somehow. Uh, all right, I, Kelly, thank Scotty's you. Scotty's for years. Oh, I know. More Scotty is always a good thing. And I feel like that. Oh, it is. More Scotty eating somewhere is a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a nice big steak, and then I'm going to send somebody off to Sing Sing, yeah. as you would used to say. Oh, him and Nathan should uh, share a steak. Yeah. Or a rib. 
Oh yes, at, at that poker night where they yeah. get the you know Spencer. All the chauffeur. other characters that aren't on the show. Well, yeah, because I mean, now Chandler's not going to have a job anymore now with Spencer going. So you know, poor know. Chandler's He's not going to have money for poker. Yeah, way to think about that, Laura. Yeah. You just unemployed Chandler now. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kelly. Thank you so much for calling in. Please don't be number three next time. Please be number one. I'm. I was trying. All right. <laughs> Okay. All right. Don't fault me for trying. Or I'm gonna really <laughs> glue you to that mm-hmm. chair. Ah, all right. Just happy that you called in. It's great to talk to you again, Kelly. We'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. And congrats to Alexis. Oh yes, right. absolutely. Yeah. You know, thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Look at that. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. That's right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting ready to wrap up this episode of the GH Report. Any last thoughts, Lucretia? I, I think I think I got it all out. Get it all out. <laughs> Get it all out. Aired it all yes. out. Any last thoughts for uh, Alexis Torres as she becomes Alexis Torres Plumley? You know, I, I think she's going to go hyphen, but you know, I'm glad she's keeping her name. Yeah, that's cool. a, look yeah, at that. Cute. All right, yeah. I would have liked if they would have just made a, just a new name. Can yeah. we combine the two of them and just made something else? Yeah, like Flores. Flores. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Torley. Yeah, yeah, guys, tweet them your mashed up couple names for Alexis and Neil for their uh, wedding tonight. That's yeah, true. That, yeah. That's great. You know, come up with way better names than we just yeah, did. Nothing yeah. set in stone yet. Yeah. Nothing is set in stone. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of the GH Report. Uh, you know, I didn't think it was going to be possible. It's like, oh my gosh, it's been a few weeks since I've done this. I know. Can I make it happen? And I couldn't have done it without the able, able talent and wit of Lucretia Lyon. Oh, well, thank you, Frank. You've built me up so much. <laughs> I don't even know what to say other than you guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the Internet since there is only one. And thank you guys so much for watching. The chat has decided to die on me since I won't be able to say it there. I'll say it here. <laughs> um, oh, nice. And, folks, as always, you can like um, us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on mm-hmm. iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And feel free to give us a thumbs up there. We're at 1610, guys. Look at that, 1610 on the Facebook page. I never thought that would happen. <laughs> but you can follow me at, uh, at uh, Instagram and Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. Follow James Lott Jr. at uh, James Lott Jr., where mm. all James Lott Juniors are sold. And uh, Alexis Torres at Alexis Torres. Is that what hers is? It is A. A Torres. Yeah. <laughs> a Torres. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's going to have to be A Torres Plumley. I know. That's right. It's going to have to change that handle. Uh, that's enough characters, right? I, I think, think so. so. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the GH Report. We'll be back. I think all of us next week. I think so. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. Reunited, and it will feel so good. Until then, folks, keep watching GH. We'll see you back here next Sunday night for another episode of the GH Report right here on AfterBuzz TV. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 